I'm Chris Clark and I play point guard. My name is Ryan McCrary and I'm a guard. Nothing is easy when you when you have high goals. We're always trying to raise the standard. And really just representing not only like our team or our school well, but just our community in general. I'm kind of excited like to be one of the older guys and like you can help out the younger guys or the new guys varsity. I think this season is gonna be really exciting and it's I had a leadership role this year, but I think next year I can really step into it and try and be an even better leader next year. We had a really deep team this year, so I still think we have good talent coming up. I think it's gonna be a big year for me because I'll kinda of have to go from a point where I wasn't playing at all to playing a lot more and really just jumping right into varsity. We're all pretty talented. I don't think a lot of people realize that to be honest, but I don't know, I'm pretty excited. I think it'll be a super fun year no matter what. Those are the sound bites of the past. What historic moments and sound bites can be created this year? It all starts tonight. Mercer Island Islanders, Lake Washington Kangaroos, only on 88.9 The Bridge. Welcome, in, welcome into Islanders opening night basketball. I'm Scott Pierak, and joined alongside me here on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge is Ajay Monhas and Gion Monhas. And oh boy, do we have a great start of the year matchup for you. The Lake Washington Kangaroos have traveled their way down to Islanders Arena to take on the Mercer Island Islanders. The last time these two teams faced off on February 4th, 2020, the Islanders beat Lake Washington 69-53 to in an Islanders home game. The Islanders, coached by Gavin Cree, who is entering his 13th season in the program, are working with a new roster, headlined by third-year starting point guard and longest-tenured player Chris Clark, who last year averaged a career-high 8.8 points per game. The Islanders, coming off a COVID Kingco season, look to set their season up for a state and Kingco title push. Much like the Islanders, the Lake Washington Kings, who are headlined by star player Ben Nyquist, who scored 24 points against the Islanders last time, are in a pursuit of a title themselves and have started off strong with a 2-0 record after beating Redmond and Cedar Park Christian. The newly built Islanders squad is all the confidence in the world, despite losing David Pickles and Tyler Butson, to name a few. Two newly built teams, one winner. The hopes of a perfect season will be fought out on the court tonight as the Islanders look to come away with an upset. Now, as we are winding down the time to tip off, I'd like to welcome in Ajay and Gion Monhas. Ajay, let's start with you. How do you expect the Islanders to come out in the first quarter? I expect the Islanders to come out 
hopefully not too sluggish because this is their first game of the year, and I don't know how much work the starting fives got together on the court at the same time. We got a lot of practices. Let's just hope they not, don't come out too sluggish and they come out with a lot of chemistry and get a good rhythm going. And, Keon, let's turn it over to you. What does having fans fully back mean for the Islanders? Well, it brings a lot of, fa- it brings a lot of excitement into the crowd. Uh, when you hit a three-pointer and you have the crowd scream, it brings a lot of passion. It brings a lot of momentum to the, for the team. And now we are getting the starting lineups for the team. For Lake Washington, at point guard is going to be number one, Dylan Lightese. And for the Islanders, the do-it-all point guard, number three, Chris Clark, as we are in a packed stadium with a sea of maroon and white in here. Going on to Lake Washington, their second starter of the day is going to be number three, Aiden Carlson. He is going to be the starting shooting guard of the day. For the Islanders, it's going to be number five, Alex Henderson getting the start at shooting guard, a promising young player. But Gion, let's, or Ajay, let's turn it back over to you. Gavin Cree's philosophy has always regarded sportsmanship and defense. What do you think the Islanders need to play their A game today? Uh, first of all, I think they're going to play mostly a man defense today because that's usually what Mercer Island does. Cree doesn't really have a huge pass to play much zone, so I think they're going to stick to man to start the year. Unless something goes wrong, I don't, think, I don't see him switching to zone. To play some good defense, I think they need a lot of communication with all these new players, as I said before. Not a lot of work together. they got to have lots of communication. Always got to be knowing when to switch and when the screens are coming and stuff like that. Yeah, and Guillaume, let's turn it over to you. What do you expect this Islanders offense to look like with only five returning players? Well, I think uh, there's going to be a little sloppiness. This team is, uh, they haven't experienced a full game experience with some of these uh, new pieces. But I would expect some sloppiness. This team is really good, though. I think it'll be a little sloppiness, but I think they can make it happen. But I, th- I think this is going to be a, a really good game. Okay, now let's announce the full starting five. For the Islanders, Chris Clark at point guard. Alex Henderson at shooting guard. Ryan McCrary running the small forward. We're going to have Nicholas Korvaskos at power forward. And to round it out, Jackson Brady at center. And for the Lake Washington Kangaroos, Dylan Latisse is going to be the point guard of the day. Aiden Carlson is going to be the shooting guard. Ben Nyquist, he is the star of this Lake Washington team. He is going to be running small forward. As I said, best player, strong shooter from three, scored 24 against the Islanders last time. And then to round it out, they have Brady Dean and Zach Pemble. We're now going to take a quick break here on 88.9 The Bridge for the National Anthem. Back to the gym with Mercer Island High School Basketball, broadcasted live from 88.9 The Bridge. Welcome back into Islanders Boys Basketball here on KMIH Mercer Island 88-9 The Bridge. The Islanders are in their white uniforms, Lake Washington in their purple uniforms, but the whole stadium is filled with a sea of maroon and white. The most fans we have seen in here, guys, in probably three years since that Bellevue game. I mean, this is unworldly right now. How do you think the fans are going to play a factor in this one? Ajay, I'll start with you. Um, I love when the fans get super hyped with those threes and all fall, fall back. So hopefully Lake Washington is able, uh, hopefully we're able to intimidate Lake Washington and get them nervous when they're shooting all those free throws and threes and get them to start missing shots that you don't usually miss. Yeah, also the band is here. That's going to be something to keep in mind. They get this place very energized. As we're at tip-off, it's going to be Mick winning the tip. It's going to go to Ryan McCrary to start off the Islanders season. He has it in his right hand at the top. He is going to swing it to Jackson Brady. 
right above the top of the paint. He's going to swing it to Mick out wide towards the right side with 15 seconds into the game. He finds Ryan for a deep three. No good by Ryan McCurry. Rebound by number 11. That's going to be Zach Pemble. Gion, what do the Islanders need to do on defense to really settle in? All you got to do is rebound the ball. Do not give up easy possessions at the rim. You got to make sure you don't allow any offensive rebounds. And then also stop Ben Nyquist. That is their best player by far. If you can cool him down, don't let him get in the rhythm, they should be able to help them stop the defense. Yeah, Ben Nyquist driving down the left side. He shoots a floater. No good. Rebound by number 32. That's Brady Dean. He's the big man in the middle. And he gets fouled, but it's going to be coming out of bounds for the Kangaroos as the Islanders line up in their man defense with 7-18 remaining. They're going to swing into number three, Aiden Carlson. He's going to find Latisse in the corner. And Chris Clark is on the man-to-man defense. Probably the best player the Islanders have. We expect to see a lot of him tonight and call his name. They're going to swing it out to number 32, Brady Dean. He drives inside, puts it up for two. No good. Good contest by Mick. He puts it back up, and that is the first points of the day for Brady Dean. He puts the Kangaroos up 2-0. to zero. Ajay, let's go to you. What do the Islanders need to do to really well, find their zone on offense? Yeah, the Islanders are going to rely on Mick to get to Mick and Jax to be the big man and get some easy buckets in the in the in the box. But I don't know if how we don't really know a lot about them, so hopefully they can get that done. Yeah, Lake Washington and transition is going to be number eleven. Zach Pemble, he goes up for two, wow. and it is good. That was a very that good was, move by Pemble. That was with quick. the left hand on the right side. Can the Islanders respond? It's going to be up to Chris Clark and this team. And they're going to call a travel on Chris Clark just after he passed half court. So Lake Washington jumps out to an early four-point lead with just a minute and a half down. The Islanders look a little unsettled here. I saw in the first few positions Mick had a few opportunities to get some rebounds. He wasn't able to bring those down. We're going to need him to bring those down in this game since he's the tallest player on the team at 6'5", or 6'4". Yeah, he also plays with the most heart. That's something to keep in mind. Nyquist has an open three. It rims out. No good. Rebound by Henderson. He swings it to Clark, who is going to bring it up himself and slow down the tempo. He finds Henderson. What can they do? He finds Mick. Keep in mind, this is a young roster. Now it's with Chris Clark in the corner. He is calling for the screen. Will he get it? Yes, he does. He drives inside. He puts it up for two. No good as he falls over. Lake Washington has numbers. They swing it to Nyquist. He pulls a three from way downtown. No good. Rebound by number three, Aiden Carlson. Here reset the offense as the Islanders drop into a man defense. And Nyquist is the name of the game so far today. He has had the ball the whole time for Lake Washington, but they're going to swing it out to Carlson. He shoots from another zip code, and that's a, and that's off the backboard. The Islanders are just not rebounding right now. Yeah, that's the biggest thing I've noticed from last year. There's no David Pickles, and that is playing dividends so far. I the, think I, three minutes in, that's five offensive rebounds for the Lake Washington Kangaroos. Yeah, now it's going to be a turnover by Ryan McCrary. Nyquist up for two, and he's good. An early 8-0 lead for the Kangaroos. Can the Islanders rebound as they're going to take a timeout? But, guys, I mean, what do the Island, what's the biggest thing you think the Islanders need to fix here? I mean, they're just, they're just not aggressive enough under the basket. I don't know what they're doing. The, the guards of Lake Washington are just getting easy rebounds. It's just kind of surprising because they're I mean, smaller. Gian? I mean, they've been very sloppy, and they can't rebound. I mean, that's what I said. Even though they have very little experience, they need a rebound better, and they've been really sloppy. If they can fix that up, they should be back in the game. 
Yeah, these teams are actually pretty even in height. So I think this is really going to come down to, as you said, the offensive boards. And so far, the Kangaroos are winning that. And I would like to see them rebound here. On the flip side, if we go to the Islanders, they are a 3-and-D team. They love to shoot the three and then drop into their man defense. They're going to have to get Chris Clark going. He is, him and Ryan McCrary are really undisputedly the leaders of this team. Yeah. Them but, along with Jackson Brady are the captains. Can they get it going? Those are the leaders of the team. But the guy I want to point out is Alex Henderson, who's my pick to click tonight. I just think he has a he's a really good three-point shooter, and he's pretty tall, so I think he's got a good shot at going off tonight. Yeah, and Guillaume, let's turn to you. Who is your pick to click for this game? I'm going Jax Brady on this one. Uh, I think he, I've seen him play. He works on his game really hard, and I think he's going to get a lot of rebounds today, and I think he's going to get a lot of easy buckets right around the rim. I'm going to go with Ryan McCurry as number 21. Nathan Lau checks in. Ryan McCurry puts up a two, and he's good. The Islanders are on the board for the first time this season. A nice little jumper there by Ryan. Going down the other side, it's number 11. He puts up a two, and that is good. A nice little bank shot. These teams are moving in transition fast. Ryan McCrary will now take it up and try and run this offense. The ball in his right hand on the left side. He swings it to Clark. Clark's going to try and drive inside. No good. He finds Nathan who drops the ball and another turnover for the Islanders. That wasn't score. that easy. I mean, you got to catch that, but it's still a bullet from Chris Clark right to Nathan, so I don't, it's going to be hard to catch that. Yeah, 10-2 Lake Washington with 4.23 remaining in the first quarter as we see Marcus getting ready to check in. But Nyquist has the ball, and he shoots from way downtown. No good. He has not been hitting Over tonight. Over two from three so far. Yeah, and that is unlike him. He is a premier three-point shooter, and he's actually ranked in the state of Washington in the top 200. Chris Clark now has the ball on the left side at about the 45. He finds Ryan from another zip code. Bang! Wow. Ryan McCrary with five early points on the day. Feed the man. That was now it goes, Yeah, from, I mean... He is feeling himself, to say the least. But on the flip side, the Islanders' defense, guys, it's non-existent so far. As Brady Dean's got half the points for the Kings right now, number 32. He's just been open a lot. Yeah, Brady Dean is having a good game so far. They find Lou. Can he drive inside? It's going to be a blocking foul as Nathan drives inside on number 23, Ben Nyquist. But, guys, the Islanders' offense really... We haven't seen him drive inside. It's been all around the perimeter. Here comes Marcus Albahaz in the game. Check. I'm really looking for him, looking forward to him playing really good defense. I've been talking to him during class and stuff, and he says the best part of his game is defense, and I agree with him. He's a very feisty player. Even though he's only 5'9", he, he's, has, he's things he's Henderson for three. Bank, Ooh. no good. The bank is not open today. Coming down is Aiden Carlson. Here have it in his left hand. The Islanders drop into their 2-3 defense. They swing across course to Nyquist. The ball movement is perfection, and so is the shot by Dylan Latisse from the corner. Another three, or their first three today by Lake Washington as they jump out to a 10-point lead with three minutes remaining. I think you got to look for Henderson here in the corner. They're not even covering him. Yeah, I know. I mean, he is 0 for 2, so maybe they're giving themselves the benefit of the doubt, but he is a man to worthy of. Henderson has it in the corner. Can he get something started? He puts it up for two. No good. And the Kangs have numbers. It's going to be Nyquist. He drives inside, puts it up for two. No good. Rebound by number 11, who gets fouled on the shot. That's Pemble. I'm surprised the Kangaroos are up to this early 10-point lead with Nyquist not even playing that good so far. Gian, what do you think? 
I mean, they're getting too easy of looks. I mean, they are eating up this Islanders defense right now, and they're getting too much rebounds. The Islanders got to rebound better to get uh, to stop these points. Yeah, Pemble with the Islanders crowd roaring. You may put that miss on the Islanders crowd, not on him, because, guys, it is getting loud in here as Pemble misses the first shot. Yes. I mean, there is not a space on these bleachers open in the student section. Yeah, the Islanders got to give this student section something to root for right now. So, Pemble looking Pemble, like the best player on the team right yeah, now so far. For shot number two, he puts it up, and he is good there, 16-5. to five. And the Islanders, uh, the ref signal for a timeout, but it may look like it was just a quick pause. But subbing in is number 10. That's Tony Swindrowski. He subbed in for Nathan, and it's going to be Ryan McCrary running the point at the current moment. He finds Mick. Mick looks for a back pass. He finds Ryan McCrary at the top. Ryan for three. Oh. No good. And the Islanders are now just shooting 25% on the game. That is not going to get it done. And the Kings are going to start with Nyquist at the top of the paint. And he gets fouled by Marcus Averholz in a questionable call, guys, I would say there. <laughs> I'm not sure. I couldn't really tell if it was, that was ball or he hit his hand. If I mean, I guess the ref's going to give the call to the player most of the time. So, yeah, was that a foul? I like that they're getting in his grill. Uh you, for like to beat the Lake, Lake Washington, you gotta get, you gotta stop Ben Nyquist. And Lake Washington is beating them without Ben Nyquist. And if that's how they're gonna beat them, so be it. Yeah, and the biggest difference we've seen so far from this Islanders team is the defense. They gave up 18 points in the first quarter. That's gotta change. Aiden Carlson just had the easy bucket. So yeah, Marcus Abelholzen drives in. He tries to put it up for two. No good. That's another turnover by the Islanders <laughs> and another foul. By Marcus Abelholzen. Marcus got to calm down a little bit. Kind of shoulder checked number 12, I think it was. Um, but so he's got to calm down a little bit because you don't want to get pick up too many early fouls in the first quarter. And checking in is the sophomore, Seaver Langto. Gian, I know you know his game. Give, give us a preview of Seaver's game. <laughs> Seaver is a very good player. He can score at will. And I'm excited to see what he does. And with that, the Kings have the ball. It's going to be in Ben Nyquist's hands at the top of the arc. He's going to try and drive inside, but Tony does not budge. Swings it out to number two. That's Brady Rabushkin. And a deep three from Lake Washington, and they wow. connect again. That is number three, Aiden Carlson, and he is heating up. Seaver drives right inside, and he puts it up oh. for two. No good. The Islanders cannot get anything going, and Lake Washington is moving in transition. Maybe some first-game varsity jitters for Seaver right there with the missed layup. Yeah, and a turnover by number two, Brady Rabunchkin. He travels, and checking in is number 11, Derek Nordale. And we see Coach Gavin Cree going deep into his bench early. Last year, he ran a seven-man rotation. I think we've seen all but one player so far check in today. I don't mind this so far. You're going to look crease. I think he's looking for a spark. He doesn't really know who's going to give him that spark yet, so he's going to go deep through the bench. Well, can it be Derek Nordell who just drawed a foul? Derek Nordell, little brother Sam Nordell, former varsity basketball player for the Islanders, looking to continue that family legacy. Yeah, Derek Nordell going to inbound it into Chris Clark, who is near the half court line. Chris Clark drives inside the paint. He puts it up for two. No good. Rebound by Mick. He's going to pass it to Chris Clark who puts it up for two and he is good. Chris Clark is on the board for his 
first basket of the year. Can he maybe get it going as the Islanders drop into a 2-3 defense with Seaver and Chris Clark at the top? They swing it to Nyquist. He finds it in the corner. That's going to be number 21, Cooper Smith. Lake Washington drives and finds Cooper Smith again. He drives, and Lake Washington cannot find anything. Can Nyquist 3 go down? No good by Nyquist. He is now 0 of 4 to open up his Islanders game. That's what we were hoping for, but we're still down by 14, which is very surprising. And I think that's because of all these turnovers so far by the Islanders. They have not found anything on offense. Langtot finds Derek Nordale for three in the corner. No good. Mick gets the offensive rebound, and that is his main role on this Islanders team. Wow. And with that, the first quarter is going to come to an end. Lake Washington Kangaroos 21, Mercer Island Islanders 7, as we're going to take a quick break here on 88.9 The Bridge. It's seated on 88.9 The Bridge, reminding you to wear your seatbelt. Are you and other possible people in your car wearing seatbelts right now? I'll wait while you check. If not, put them on, folks. Did you know 53% of people who died in car crashes last year weren't wearing seatbelts? Wearing a seatbelt dramatically reduces your risk of injury and death. As the Washington campaign says, click it or ticket. This has been Eden on 88.9 The Bridge, reminding you to wear a seatbelt. You're listening to Islanders Basketball on 88.9 The Bridge. The clock is ticking. The Islanders are waiting. Now let's get back to Islanders Arena for the beginning of the quarter. Welcome back into Islanders Boys Basketball. Once again, I'm Scott Pierak, joined Alonson, Ajay, and Guillaume Monhaas. The Kangaroos jumped out to an early lead, 21-7. The question, we have to wait to see what the answer is. Can the Islanders rebound and maybe start a push of their own? Guillaume, let's start with you. How did the Islanders get back into this game? Well, you got to get rebounds. They've had a couple easy looks uh, in, at the rim for the Kangaroos. And you got to stop being sloppy on offense. They are making way too many silly mistakes. And if they want to win this game, they got to get it together. The difference between the teams I see is that the Lake Washington's a very senior-heavy team. That means these guys have been playing together for a while, probably for at least two years. While Mercer Island's got lots of juniors, a few sophomores, and a few seniors. So that's the difference of the game, I think, so far. Yeah, and it's going to be number three, Aiden Carlson, engineering the offense on this possession as he's going to be taking on Seaver Langtoe as he gets past half court and passes it to number two. That's Rabunchkin. He's going to swing it back to Carlson. He puts up a shot and it gets blocked by Derek Nordale. But the shot goes right back to Lake Washington. They put up a three. No good. Rebound by Seaver. Got to say, Seaver looks very comfortable out there for his first varsity matchup while everyone else looks very unsettled. Yeah, especially because, you know, Seaver coming in last year as a freshman, he hasn't seen this many fans really ever at a game before for himself. Definitely coming in comfortable, and that is a great thing to see for these Islanders as Chris Clark is going to check in for Alex Henderson, and it's going to be Derek Nordale inbounding the ball. Ryan McCrary is going to engineer this drive. And he's going to swing it to Derek Nordale, who drives inside. He puts up a floater. It hangs on the rim, but is no good. Rebound by Lake Washington. They find Nyquist. He finds the corner. An open corner three. No good. Rebound by Clark. He has an O-lane. Will he go all the way? Chris Clark up for two. No good. Rebound by Lake Washington. And now they have numbers. Clark was super out of control on that layup. I will say, both these teams are moving 
and really not slowing it down. They're both trying to run their transition offense. As they find Nyquist, he pulls another three. No good. Rebound by Clark. Can he get something going? That is the question. He's going to look to find Jackson Brady, who swings it to Derek Nordo at the top of the arc. He finds Ryan McCrary in the corner. Ryan McCrary with another three, and he's good. Ryan McCrary with two threes on the day. Feed the man. Eight points for him. Eight out of the ten points of the Islanders. Yeah, Ryan McCrary McCrary definitely has been the star to watch tonight. And they're going to find number ten for Lake Washington. He pulls a three. No good. Rebound by Derek. Nope. Rebound by Lake Washington. They find Nyquist. He pulls another three. And now he connects. It's going to be about time until Nyquist hits some threes. He can't give him these too too many opportunities. I think he's just going to shoot them no matter if they're contested or not. So they're going to come. Yeah, and that was from way downtown. And that's just something you're going to have to handle. As Jackson Brady turns the balls over to Brady Dean. Brady Dean goes inside, and it's going to be a blocking foul on Brady Dean. And or Sorry, on Jackson Brady. Dean's going to go to the line for two. That was kind of a desperate charge attempt from Brady. He was kind of always, he was, he was way behind the guy, and he tried to get in front of him in the last minute. John, what do you think about that charge up, trying to get the charge right there? Well, like I said, they need to take care of the ball, and they got a rebound. That's why they're losing this game right now. It's all that possession started with the, them not taking care of the ball, and that Nyquist three that just happened, that was off an offensive rebound, and they just got open three, and he'll knock that down most of the time. Dean's first free throw, no good off the back of the iron. And, guys, the biggest thing I'm looking at is the Islanders already have five fouls. I mean, to be honest, they're playing out of control, and I think we all recognize that, and I think Gavin Cree recognizes that with all the players he put in. Can they get under control? But Dean's second free throw is once again off the mark. He goes 0 for 2 from the line. Ryan McCrary gets the rebound. McCrary turns it over, and now Lake Washington has numbers. They go up for an easy two, and he misses. Rebound by Chris Clark. It's a three on two. Can he take advantage? Chris Clark finds Seaver. Seaver pulls a three. No good. That layup before was actually a very good contestant from Jax. So that yeah, Jax made a nice recovery. I was not expecting that. But, guys, the Islanders are just not taking advantage of the opportunities they've had. Countless times it's been a three-on-two, and they can't convert. Yeah, eventually McCrary is going to be the sole focal point for Lake Washington who they're going to start covering. So they got to find some scores besides McCrary because you can't just rely on him the whole entire game. you got to get everyone else involved. Get some complimentary basketball going. And taking it up the court's going to be number one, Dylan Latisse. He's going to find on the side of the arc, number 11. That's Pemble. Pemble's going to drive inside and really just throw it out of bounds. I don't know how else you would call that. Both teams are very sloppy, as Gion said. Um, Clark's, Clark's, got a, Clark's the captain of this team. There's many captains, but he's the main guy. And he's got he's to be the one that leads the team to settle down. I agree. He's been, the, he's been on this team the longest. He is the most... He has definitely had the most minutes, and that is for sure. As Ryan McCray picks up his dribble and finds Derek Nordale, who travels. What? And that may be a questionable call. I did not see a travel there. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where that was. Gian, do you see that travel? Gian, do you see the travel? Yoshi, what do you think about that travel call? Oh, God. Well, Derek's got to keep the footwork better because, you know, if he wants to get those open shots, because I know he's a sharp shooter. Oh, really? Now it's going to be 
number three, Carlson, taking it up the court, guarded by the opposing number three. That's Chris Clark. They're going to find Nyquist at the top of the arc. He shoots another three. No good, but rebound by Dean. And it's going to be a turnover by Dean. But Nyquist now one of six to start the game from deep. The Islanders will take that. Now checking in, number four, Luke Reed. A uh, fan favorite, as you can tell. The whole crowd starts clapping. We've yet to see him. He was the last, I think he's the last guy on the bench to not go in the game. Now we've got everyone on the whole entire Mercer roster, besides the injured guys, of course, have been in the game. Yeah, Spencer Kornblum is inactive tonight with a groin injury, I believe it is. And Chris Clark falls down. He's going to get fouled by number three, Aiden Carlson. Aiden Carlson's all in his grill. I think that was the game plan coming from Lake Washington. I think they realized that Chris Clark was probably the best player on this team. And Carlson's actually done a really good job on Clark. Yeah, Carlson has definitely been man-tracking Chris. As Derek Nordell is going to pass it into Ryan McCary, who's right on the end. Ryan McCary is going to drive all the way, put it up for two. No good, and it is a charge also by Ryan McCary. That call makes sense. He was he stood his ground, and McCary yeah. jumped Carlson up very high. Carlson took a charge, and he took that all the way. As Gavin Cree is going to take a time timeout, full it looks time like out. a full timeout. As with four for forty-one remaining in the second quarter, the Kangaroos are up twenty-four to ten. So Man. really, no offense. I was not expecting this, this to be quarter. honest, because going to this game. I felt like we were a much better three-point shooting team than the past. So, yeah. Well, they need to start getting better looks. Aiden Carlson, I will say, he's a really, really, really good defender. He is on Chris Clark all the way. But Ryan McCray, I think, is playing the best ball. Even though he got just got, drew a charge, that was a really good look. They need to keep giving the ball to Ryan right now. Yeah, Ryan McCurry at the current moment has the most points and looks like the best player on the court, really, out of both teams. Can he maybe take over this game? That is the question as it's coming back out. It's going to be Chris Clark, Mick, Luke Reed, Derek Nordale, and Ryan McCrary to round out the Islanders five as Chris Clark is going to pick up full court on Carlson. Carlson swings it inside to Pemble, and Pebble gets fouled on the pass. I believe he may go to the line. We may be in the bonus. That's... uh. Yeah, 6,000 the Islanders eight. so far. 8,000 8, the Islanders, and it's going to be a one and one This guy's going to get fired up to get this one-on-one first miss. We need this. Pemble's first shot. No good. Tipped out by Ryan McCrary, so it's going to stay. It doesn't matter then if you're not going to get the rebound. It was These teams are looking at the teams from up here. Mick looks like the only guy... It has a little height advantage of anyone on Lake Washington. Yeah, underneath it's going to be passed into Nyquist. Chris Clark is going to get the steal, swing it to Ryan McCrary, and he's going to slow it down, which I think is the right decision here. He finds Mick in the left corner, who finds Chris Clark, who is getting really just bodied across the whole court. And that's going to be a turnover by Derek Nordo by Nyquist. He goes up for two, and he's good as the Kings now have a 16-point lead with four minutes remaining. Nyquist came out of nowhere there. Nordell looked at the left and just passed it immediately, not thinking anyone was going to come pop through it. Yeah, it's going to be Chris Clark with the ball as the Islanders fans start the skull chant. They are definitely into this, uh, Luke. maybe more than the players at the current moment. And Carlson is going to get the rebound. He's going to start this offense up. 
as he's going to swing it to Lettis, who goes all the way inside and gets fouled on the arm by number four, Luke Reed, as now that's nine fouls, and Dan Lettis is going to be heading to the line. We're down by 16, but Luke looks happy out there. He's running down the floor. He missed the layup, but he, I, don't, I don't know if he loved, liked that foul call. He might have thought he got all ball right there. I think he slapped the wrist, though, when number one, was, number one Latisse was driving to the hoop. Well, Islanders' defense right now, they're killing themselves. They need a, they, they are making so many sloppy turnovers, and they're, getting too, they're just getting dominated on the glass right now. They, are getting, they need to fix that immediately, unless they're going to get crushed. And, Ajay, I'll go to you for this question. After these three minutes expires, what do you say in the halftime locker room? Or maybe is it just dead silent? You let the silence speak, speak for itself. I thought I don't think Chris should get too mad at these guys. I feel like it's their first game together. Of course, this is going to happen. But I got. I think Kareem needs to slow it down and maybe look to play a zone on defense because I feel like they're getting to the hoop way too easily and it's easier to rebound when you're in the zone. So, with that, the Islanders have the ball. It's Mick at the top of the arc. He's going to pass it to Luke Reed, who's going to try and drive inside, but he cannot find a lane. He swings it to Chris Clark, who's standing on the M, who drives. He shoots a three, makes some space. No good by Chris Clark. Rebound by Mick, and he gets swatted by Ben Nyquist. Mick got the rebound there, good rebound, but he was trying to about like four guys. You can't look to go right up to the hoop. you gotta go. You got to outload it out to one of the guys around the three-point line right there. Yeah, and he commits a foul after that, and now it's going to be... Ben Nyquist heading to the line for two. Nyquist hits the first free throw. His eighth point of the day. Yeah, as now if he makes this one, it's going to be a 20-point lead heading into halftime. As it's out, yeah, 20 points with 3.09 remaining. Guys, I mean, we talked a lot about this defense, but this Islanders offense... Really, if you eliminate Ryan McCrary, there's been nothing there. Yeah. Cree looks a little shocked on the sideline. Usually he's standing up. Right now he's just sitting down thinking about what to do. Yeah, as Henderson gets blocked from a three, Mick puts it up. No good by Mick. And now it's going to be a rebound by Lake Washington. It's going to be Carlson bringing it up. They're going to swing it to Nyquist. Can he find a lane? He drives all the way inside, puts it up for two, oh and he goodness. is good. That's, that's, that's where Ben Nyquist, he just threw that ball up. And it went in. I don't know how that went in, honestly. Yeah, I mean, an amazing shot. I don't even know what you would call that. Um, but that's why he's in the top 200 for Washington State players. As Chris Clark swings all the way to Henderson. He is an open three in the corner. He's no good. And that's been the biggest thing for this Islanders team. They cannot make a three right now if oh. their life depended on it. Yeah, I mean, that's a very good look. But they are just not making shots. The only guy that can make shots that was not a lab is Ryan McCrary. <laughs> They need to make more shots, is all it is. And Aiden Carlson, though, I've been really impressed with him. Right now, I think he's playing the best game I've seen, more than better than Ben Nyquist. But ben, Aiden Carlson has been a killer for the Islanders right now. Yes, as we said, this is the Islanders opener, so we expected some, you know, not to be a perfect game for the Islanders with really only five returners and so many of, I mean, even on the starting roster, two of them were new. But with that said, guys, the Islanders are down 23. I mean, that speaks for I don't itself. Know. We got everyone playing from the whole bench, and we haven't really seen anyone spark besides McCrary, but he's been playing the whole entire game, so uh, I don't know. And now it's going to be another foul, I believe, on number four, Luke Reed. <laughs> and so now it's going to be another 
Another shot for number one, Dylan Latisse. Uh, I believe it, may have, it was a lane violation. Oh, okay. But it doesn't matter. He misses again. Rebound by Luke Reed. Can he find a point guard? Yes, he can. He finds Ryan McCary on the left side of the court. Ryan's going to drive inside, kick it out to Henderson. Henderson finds Ryan McCurry. He pulls another three. No good, but, I mean, that's the shot you're looking for if you're Ryan McCurry. On the flip side, Latisse goes all the way inside. He's on the low block. He finds number 13, Ryan Keeley. Keeley puts it up for two. No good. Rebound by Clark. Clark gets the offense moving. He tries to drive inside. He goes all the way inside, kicks it out to Ryan McCurry, who's going to swing it to Clark. Clark goes all the way back inside, puts up the floater. No good. And the ball's going to go into the Islanders' bleachers. Right now with this lineup, it feels like a two-man show between McCrary and Clark. you got to get the other three guys involved. I don't know what Cree wants them to do. And saying that, Abelhausen comes in the game. What I want to see from Abelhausen, I want to see him pressure the point guard right right when he gets the ball. He's not doing that right now, but I think that would help a lot to make Lake Washington more comfortable. Yeah, and the Islanders' offense is just, I mean... Not on point today. You gotta today. turn defense and offense. Nyquist shoots a deep three. Air ball. Rebound by Luke Reed. He may go all the way. He finds Alex Henderson who gets blocked by Ben Nyquist. Now Lake Washington is going to slow it down. It's going to be Daniel Carlson. That looked like a foul. Yeah, sorry, me. Aiden Carlson. On Henderson. Bringing it up. Pemble drives on the left side. He kicks it out to Carlson who gets Ryan McCurry with the pump fake. Travel. But it's going to be a travel first. Lucky call because I think McCray may have got him on the arm once he shot it. We got to give these fans something to root for. We haven't had this crowd since like January 2020. I think that's last You know, time. you have to give the fans. I mean, there's everyone here from the seniors to the freshmen and maybe even some middle schoolers here. That is how packed it is as there's going to be a foul by number 11, Zach Pemble, on Ryan McCray. Ryan McCray is going to take it out from underneath. And most likely go with the Islanders' iconic box play is what we are expecting to see here. Some pretty simple. Uh, we've been seeing this for a while. They out. find Nathan. Oh. Nathan fakes it. He puts up a deep two. Ah, no man. good rebound by Pemble. Lyle's got to shoot that quicker. He had the, he had the shot, and he kind of had an awkward pump fake. Nyquist, deep three. He's good from the corner. That's his second three of the day. That was in the very corner. Almost looked like he was like behind the basket from that angle. That was, that was crazy. Yeah, as Ryan McCary is going to control the offense on this possession, he's going to really just take it himself and then swing it out to Alex Henderson on the left side. And, I mean, guys, this Islanders offense just cannot get anything going. Ryan McCary with a deep three. No good. Rebound by Marcus Abelholzen. And it's going to be a foul on Ben Nyquist. Marcus with the, literally the best contest for a rebound scene of the game. And he's the shortest player on the team at 5'9". So I think the rest of the Islanders got to rebound like Marcus even though he's only 5'9". And guys, I can't lie. They're kind of confusing me. And I think that may be because they may be confused on the court. Because clearly you can see Gavin Cree yelling at them. There may be some miscommunications on the court. But it's going to be Marcus inbounding it to Ryan McCrary. Ryan with a behind-the-back move, splits the defense, goes up for two, gets blocked by, and that is going to end the second second quarter, and we're going to go into halftime with the Lake Washington Kangaroos, 36, Mercer Island Islanders, 10, and that is going to do it for the first half here on 88-9, the bridge. 
Hope you grabbed your snacks and enjoyed the music. Halftime's now over. Now, let's go back to the gym on 88.9 The Bridge. Welcome back into Islanders Boys Basketball on 88.9 The Bridge. I'm Scott Pierak, joined alongside Ajay in Guillaume Monhaus. And guys, let's cut straight to the chase. Lake Washington is up by 26 points. What do the Islanders need to do to at least win this second half? Well, first of all, as Guillaume's been emphasizing the whole game, we got to get more aggressive on the boards. We can't just let Lake Washington go right by us and jump and get those boards before us. Also, when we get those boards and we get those ball, when we get the ball in the post, we can't be so frantic. I've been seeing Jackson, Nick, and Henderson. They've all been super frantic when they get the ball in the in the post and they're getting turnovers. Instead of getting frantic, you got to get the ball out to the outlets, especially to Ryan McCrary if he has an open three. You got to calm down. If we calm down, that equals less turnovers. Yeah, what do you think? Well, coming to the game, I was worried about two. Three things, actually. Turnovers, rebounding, and stopping Ben Nyquist. I'd say two of those three three things happened. Turnovers have been a huge, huge. They've been bringing the Islanders down and rebounding as well. Ben Nyquist, I was surprised. He's been missing a lot of shots. He's had some really good looks. He just hasn't been hitting. But I've said it. Aiden Carlson has been big for the Kings. And they just, I hope Coach Creed told them in the halftime, rebound, take care of the ball. That's how they figure it. That's how they figure it out. Yeah, I'm going to say, Ben Nyquist has definitely had his fair share of open looks, but he's only 2 of 6 from 3, which is pretty surprising for a player of his caliber. With that, the Islanders crowd is getting back into us. Just, there's two minutes remaining before we start the third quarter, and we are expecting the Islanders lineup coming out of this to be Chris Clark running the point guard, Alex Henderson as shooting guard, Ryan McCary at small forward, Nicholas Korvaskas at power forward, and Jackson Brady rounding now at center. We will let you know if there's any changes. But guys, what is your one key to success for this second quarter, for this second half? Maybe it is rebounding. Well, I hope they can fix it. Rebounding, if once they start getting boards, once they start not allowing any offensive rebounds, they should start getting better looks. They should also push, keep pushing the ball in fast break. Drum McCurry has kind of cooled down. They need to find someone they can go to and get a bucket. My key is ball security because if we can't secure the ball, we're not winning this game. Can't just give Lake Washington easy buckets. We got to get ball security and we got to get those easy buckets ourselves. Lake Washington, we got to get those turnovers from them also. So, yeah. Yeah, mine is going to be pushing the tempo and pushing the paint. And what I mean by that is really driving in, going for layups. They've been settling for these deep threes. And really, besides Ryan's two threes, they've all not been really close, to be honest. So, with that, that's what I think the Islanders need. Who are your guys' picks to click for the second half? As, I mean, the Islanders' crowd is roaring. Well, this crowd is really, really, really packed. And for the team going down 27, I think this crowd's acting really well. But going back to the game, I like what Scott talked about playing with tempo. Once the Islanders can start playing with better tempo, they should start getting better looks. Keep driving to the hoop. That opens up the defense, collapses defense. You should get wide open threes, and you can get some good looks down in the hoop. Um, my pick to click, my first half pick to click was Alex Henderson. I'm going to go with Derek Nordell in the second half, just because I know he can get hot and start making threes. So I'm going to bet on that he can get hot, and we can go to him for those second half threes instead of just recl- uh, relying on Ryan McCrary. I like that answer. I'm going to go with the long shot. I'm going to go with Marcus Avaholzen for my second half pick to click. And we would also like to give a shout-out to the 
coaching staff of the Islanders, which is built upon Gavin Cree and the assistant coaches Shay Robinson, Bernie Morse, and Stacy Edwards. And of course, the team manager, Chris Guyvin, who was out for the season after he tore his ACL, but they gave him the opportunity to be the team manager, which is really such a nice thing by this Islanders squad. But with that, we're back in action. It's going to be with Chris Clark with the ball. He's going to swing it to Ryan. Mc- they're going to swing it all the way across the court to Ryan McCrary, and it's going to be a turnover just like that by the Islanders. Ben Nyquist gets the ball. He drives inside a little Euro, but he did not convert. Marcus Abelholzen with the rebound. And he's just getting double teamed. Ben Nyquist with the steal. Ben Nyquist up for two, and he is good. The Islanders go with a smaller lineup to start the second half. Instead of Mick, they're starting Marcus, who is 5'9", instead of the 6'4", Mick. Well, maybe they can find some open threes. Maybe Henderson can start it. No good. Rebound by Marcus. There we go, Marcus. And he puts it up for two after the shot that went off the backboard by Alex Henderson. And now Chris Clark is going to be picking up full court. As he right. picks his pockets, and he has an open lane. He puts it up for two. He is good with a nice little finger roll. The easiest two points you'll find in all of basketball. Got to win that turnover battle the second half, as I said. That is correct. Now as uh, Lake Washington gets the ball, they swing it all the way around the horn. Now on the far right side, on the opposite side of us in the Islanders crowd, it's going to be Ben Nyquist from three. He is good. With a hand really right in his face, but that is what he can do. He will turn on the light switch quick. I think we're seeing a new Ben, ben Nyquist, which is a scary thing to see in the second half. He's he's easy. He hasn't. He looks way more comfortable making all the shots. Hopefully, we can half. see a new Chris Clark. But that's going to start with Jackson Brady, who shoots a three, no good. Rebound by Carlson. Carlson's going to push the tempo, swing it to Nyquist. Nyquist drives inside, and you can just tell every time Nyquist gets the ball, he looks for a three. Turnover by Lake Washington. Great play by Alex Henderson, swiping it out of midair. And a foul by number 11, Zach Pimble, on Ryan McCrary. And now the Islanders are going to have it. Henderson with a little circus act there. He tipped the ball in the air. It was going out of bounds. He had to jump out and tip it back. That was a great play, awareness-wise. And we're between half court and the three-point arc, and that is Chris Clark with the ball. He swings it to Ryan McCrary, who almost gets double teamed. You can definitely tell they kind of focused in on Ryan. Marcus Abelholzen drives inside. Pump fakes. Passes it to Jackson Brady. He goes up for two. No good. And that's going to be a foul on the shot. Brady goes to the line for two. And guys, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but Brady may have one of the cleanest free throws. He takes a while. (laughs) But he actually last year... Ended up third on the team in free throw percentage. Just throwing that Very out impressive. There. Anyway, whatever works. If you can make your free throws, do whatever you need to make your free throws. Let's see if he can convert here. Oh. No good. May have gave him a little announcer's bit of an announcer jinx. jinx, I was just about to say. Well, as we saw in the NBA Finals last year, Giannis has that super long free throw uh, performance, and he makes him. He started making the the second. Long. There we go. And the Islanders are picking up in a full-court press. Kind of a zone, I think. This is kind of what I want to see. Lake Washington beats the press. Carlson at the top of the key. He's going to have the ball between the circles. He swings it out to Dean. Dean finds an open... An open Latisse, and he knocks it down for three. I mean, guys, there was no one. He was social distancing himself with that three. He was that open. Big miscommunication by the honors. I think Jax was supposed to be on him right there. 
Turnover by Clark. And Nyquist up for two and down for two just like that. Clark super frustrated after that one. He kind of took us off the ball, and Nyquist was able to pick his pocket. Yeah, can Clark get things going? We haven't seen the Clark we're used to. I see he goes up for two. No good. Rebound by Alex Henderson, who's going to get fouled on the ground. But we haven't seen the Clark, as you just said. Like That layup right there usually makes that, usually finishes those hard layups right there. It didn't even make it into the, didn't even go off the glass. It kind of just like, it was super low, I guess. One thing I've noticed uh, in the second half is the, the Islanders' defensive rotations have been really poor. They, they have easily, the Kangs have easily been able to get past the, the Islanders, and then they rotate for open three, and they're just not there. And it's going to be a hand check on number one, Dylan Latisse. The whole Lake Washington bench that got, thought they got the five-second call on that. I think the Lake Washington knows Marcus can get uncomfortable when he gets pressure, and they were trying to do it there. They did it earlier and got the turnover right there. They picked up the foul, though. Yeah, the pass is going to be inbounded to Alex Henderson, who finds Chris Clark in the corner right near the student section. Chris Clark tries to pass inside. Ball gets stolen by Lake Washington. That's number 32, Dean. And now a frustration foul by number three, Chris Clark. Chris Clark's got to keep his and emotions he may, intact. He may be getting subbed out right now as... The Islanders are down 46-15 to 15 with 4.31 remaining here in the third quarter. He does get subbed out. Seaver Langtow is going to come in if you're the, the Islanders. If you're the main leader of the team, you cannot be getting super frustrated like that. you got to be the real model for the rest of the team and how they're going to act. With that, it's going to be number one, Dylan Latisse, bringing it up for Lake Washington. He swings it out to the far left corner to number 11. That's Zach Temple. He drives inside, puts it up for two. And one, but they're going to call a travel before that. A great move, just couldn't couldn't keep his feet under control. I think yeah. it's time, Seaver in the game right now, I think it's time for him to get some more minutes. He, he's impressed me, even though he's zero points, he's impressed me with, from what I've seen so far. Yeah, Ryan McCrary picks up his dribble and has just nowhere to go. That's the main thing. The Islanders are not creating any off-ball movement. Seaver tries to find inside of Ryan McCrary, it's going to be a turnover. Just kidding. It's going to go off Ben Nyquist's legs. I think his hit heels out of bounds when you caught the ball, I think. I think that's what happened. They called it off Nyquist's legs when it went off Ryan. Oh, that's interesting. Same box play as last time. Yeah, they find Brady in the far corner. He's going to swing it to Henderson. Maybe he can knock down his first three of the night. He finds Seaver. He passes it back to Brady, who's at the top of the arc. And now Ryan McCrary is the lone senior in, and it's going to be a 24 know. shot clock via 24 second shot clock violation. Well, you, you that was some really good ball screen defense by the Kangs. They kind of forced Albahas into Darren to shoot that three, and he didn't take it, and led him to a harder luck, which actually resulted in a shot clock violation. We'll see. The Islanders are getting into it on the bench, so maybe hopefully they can create a spark within themselves as an. Error ball by number one, That's Dylan Matisse, and then a pass out of bounds. A great try and save by Dean, but you can hear from the crowd. Gian, since you're on the team, since you, I know you're playing basketball, what are your tips for the guys that need to be aware of the shot clock? How are you aware of the shot clock? What are your tips for that? Gian, <laughs> uh, what are your tips for when the shot clock is running down low? Well, you need a pick and roll always. You got to get a screen. A screen, even though the... And Nyquist goes up for two and gets the and one on Jackson Brady. A wonderful finish. That is why he is a prospect. 
Nyquist looks amped up in the second half. And Nyquist, I mean, he scored more points than the Islanders by himself. Wait, well, he, he has 23 points. This, Bro, I did not know he had 23 points. This has like been a quiet 23. It's been, I've been thinking he hasn't been playing that good, even though he's 23. This must be... It seems like an off night for him, and he still has 23. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, Guion, I just have to say, I think you win 0 for 3. They haven't got the rebounds. They've turned the ball over, and they haven't stopped Nyquist, who's about to tie his record here at Islander Stadium. He does. He is now tied for his own record of 24 points. That is what he put up last time he was here. Ryan McCurry is going to turn the ball over. Nyquist gets another steal. He goes up for two. And he is good. He now has 26 points on the night. I mean, talk about a game. I think Curry's got to call a timeout. This is way too sloppy for it to be going on right now. Yeah, three turnovers in the, maybe the past 30 seconds for the Islanders. Nyquist gets another one. And, it's, and, he, get, and he does get another one as there's going to be a foul on Mick. <laughs> I'm shocked. I've never seen the Islanders get manhandled like this. They're just playing sloppy. I mean, I I didn't I knew they're gonna play sloppy, but not this sloppy. Last time I seen them get crushed like um, Seaver. What? And a charge they're gonna call. Seaver tried to put on a move, but Aiden Carlson's gonna draw the charge. And I remember a long time ago when Michael Porter Jr. played for Nathan Hale, and they came to the Islander Stadium and they crushed us. That's like the last time I've seen the Mariners get crushed like that before. I've not seen them get crushed. Yeah, this is going to be a new occurrence. Obviously, last year they only lost one game to Bellevue. And the year before that, they were undefeated. I think we can safely say they're not going undefeated this season (laughs) with how this game is looking like it's going to turn out. As Lake Washington is going to take a timeout with 2.39 remaining in the third quarter as they have a ginormous 51-15 lead. The real question is, what's the rest of Kinko looking like compared to Lake Washington? Because we know Lake Washington. Well, luckily, Kinko, uh, sorry, Lake Washington is a 4A team. Oh, really? So, oh, wow. this a... does not truly go against our Kinko title uh, that's record. That's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, think that's a, I think that's I, a nice I, way to I, say it. Do we not have to play him again? We do have to play him again. Oh, okay. But it doesn't go against our Kinko record, oh. only the overall record. Well, I know in the past, Mercerons always had an upper hand over teams like Interlake, and the, there's a new team. Hazen's the new team in the division. I hear they have a very good player. I don't know how good the team is. So, Hayes, Interlake, I feel like we can handle them. They usually don't have the best teams. We'll have to see. They do have some good. <laughs> oh, they have that. Nothing's a guarantee. <laughs> I guess, yeah, with this team. <laughs> but with that, the one guarantee is that Dylan Latisse is going to be bringing up the ball. As he swings it out wide to Dean. Dean finds Rebutchkin. He puts it up for two, and he is good. The ball movement by this Lake Washington team is, I mean, exquisite. It's going to be Ryan McCrary in the corner. He goes. He puts it up for two. He's good. Ryan McCrary is now in double digits with 10 points on the day. 10 of the Islanders, 17. Tony's getting some more minutes here. Hopefully he can give us some good minutes. And Nyquist with another three. No good. As the ball is going to go out of bounds, but you can tell that was a little bit of a heat check by Nyquist. Guys, just for my pure entertainment, what are your final predictions for how many points Nyquist will have when the final buzzer sounds? 34. 30. I think he's going to keep scoring. I'm going to go with 35, so we're all in that same range. Don't think he'll crack 40, though. 
That would be embarrassing. <laughs> to say the least. As Ryan McCrary is going to... Oh, we'll see. Nyquist with another steal. I think the goal for the Islanders should be get more points than Nyquist. At least do that, please. I mean, you don't want one guy to outscore. I mean, he, had, he has a nine-point advantage. <laughs> oh, oh, we can come back. Nyquist did not get the steal. He was close. He tried to save the ball. But it's going to be passed in to Seaver Langto, who's going to be in between the circles. Seaver turns it over to Nyquist. Nyquist maybe has a double-double now. Nyquist goes up with the Euro, and he puts it in. He is, he is beyond this world at the current moment. McQuarrie's going to bring it up, swing it to Tony Swindrowski, who's looking for a lane, can't find anything. He swings it to Ryan McQuarrie for a corner three. No good. Rebound by number one. That is Latisse. Latisse is going to bring it up. Latisse hasn't had... He has zero points on the scoreboard, but he has actually been one of the better players so far today for this island, for this Lake Washington team. And more as balls I say that... Movement. More balls movement. Ben Nyquist scores again. Oh, right now, that's got 30. I, got, I think he's going to... Smoke 34 is my prediction. Now he's in the 40 range. I mean, I wonder what the record here for the Islanders is of how many points they've scored in a single game. As Tony puts up a three, no good. Rebound by Dean. He finds Nyquist. Nyquist is going to maybe go himself. He's going to go heat check here, Connor, right now. Well, we'll see. He swings it to Robuchkin. I guess it's too late now for a heat check because usually you shoot it right away. That's 20 se- there is 20 seconds remaining in the quarter, so this may be hold it till the final. Three-second shot clock differential. Yeah, they may be trying to run this down as they're going to swing it to Nyquist with seven seconds remaining, five seconds remaining. He's looking for a lane. He puts up the floater. No good. Rebound by Henderson with three seconds remaining. He finds McCurry. Can he make the last second shot of three? Yes! Dang! Ryan McCurry with the last second shot of the quarter. As the Islanders get a little momentum here at the end of the third. Still down 57-20, to 20, but a great end of sequence by the Islanders. Guys, going into the fourth, what is one thing you want to see them improve on to kind of carry over the next game? I want to see, I don't know who it is, but I want to see one player show that they can take a prominent role in this team and get a few buckets and look comfortable out there. I don't know who it is. Could be Derek Norda, could be Alex Henderson, could be Marcus. I just want one player to get some confidence. I want him to come in out of this game and be like, wow, that guy played good. I want that guy to be there come out in the fourth quarter. What do you think? It's really good to see Ryan playing this well. I've, I haven't watched Ryan play since sophomore year of his high school. He was on the bench. He's playing phenomenal. I think he's like only the really bright spot for this Islanders team today. But, wow, I've been impressed. Ryan's been really good today. Yeah, I mean, definitely the only bright spot, the only player with more than three points for this Islanders team. Um, he has 13 of the 20 points heading into the fourth quarter. I would not be surprised if we see him play the majority of that quarter. But guys, my final question for you before we head into the fourth, what does Gavin Cree say in this huddle? Keep showing heart. I, we, I need heart. I need charges. I need diving on the floor. Finish this game out strong, even though we're down by 30, 37 points. Finish the game out strong and don't give up without a fight. Yeah, I agree with Gion. You don't want to give up. You want to keep your emotions intact. Chris Clark looks still looks comf- still looks very frustrated. He's sitting at the end of the bench right now. I don't think he should be doing that. I think he should be trying to pump up his team as the captain of the team. And the the Islanders really side of the bleachers is still packed with students. No one has left despite this being a thirty seven point deficit. Maybe the Islanders can shrink it. That's gonna start here. 
Lake Washington puts up a three. No good. Rebound by Nicholas Corvascas. He swings it to Derek Nordale, who's going to bring it the full length of the court and set up the offense. It's going to be a foul by number two, Brady Robuchkin, on them. And Derek Nordale is going to look like he's going to be the one taking it out. There's no starters in this anymore. Is a very, yeah, this is a very unique lineup right now. Luke, this is, unlike Matt, Gavin Cree, I think I would say. He's just looking for a spark. Maybe now. the white flag. He swing. Henderson's going to have it. He's going to try and get it to Luke Reed. Number 10, uh, Nolan Mathers. He, he was, like, begging the ref for the... Yeah, we're... The only starter that is left in is number 32, Brady Dean. The rest of the players on the whole court are all six mans and lower. Yeah. None. Yeah, that's why. The whole Mercer lineup looking the score right now. None of the guys on the team, guys on the court right now, have scored a point. So we got to change that. Hopefully they can change that on this possession as it's going to be Derek Nordell passing it in. Just about at the wing extended. Once again, the lineup is Derek Nordale, Alex Henderson, Tony Swinjowski, Luke Reed, and Miklas Korvaskas. Derek Nordale is going to look to inbound it to Tony Swinjowski. And he's going to find Henderson instead. A little confusion there. Derek Nordale is going to look to make a move. He drives inside, can't find anything. Turnaround fade. No good. Rebound by Mick. Go, he Mick. puts it up. He's on the board for his first points. Really, in his entire varsity career. He finally settled down a little bit when he got the rebound and saw that he had the open lane. Yeah, on the flip side, Brady Robuchkin's going to swing it to Cooper Smith. Smith looks for a lane, and really, they're just finding everything. But it's going to be a steal by Tony Swinjowski. That's one of a few we have seen so far by this Islanders defense. They swing it to Nordale. Nordale to Henderson on a little. They're swinging around the horn. Tony Swinjowski looks for a move, can't find anything. Luke Reed almost turns the ball over, finds Henderson with just 13 seconds remaining on the shot clock. Mix puts it up. He gets fouled and kind of bailed out by there. I don't think that shot was going anywhere, but he is going to go to the line for two. This whole game, we've been seeing all this like five-out movement, passing the ball around. We haven't really seen any design like plays. I don't, I don't know if Cree's been trying to do that. I kind of well, see their, that. They have a flow offense, they which have is a flow what offense. this is. It's not really um, working. It's a generic offense for this Islanders team. For me, <laughs> I think Nick just missed it off the right. Yeah, Nick's free throw was, was closer to not being on the rim or on the rim than off. I don't even know. Um, but with that said, he's going to go for free throw number two. But as I was saying, this Islanders team has only had really a week and a half of practices. Maybe as the season progresses, we'll see more dynamic plays for them. But with that said, Mick goes 0 for 2 from the free throw line, and Luke Reed is going to be the one guarding number 4, Joav Ziegli. He swings it to number 13, Keely, who is just holding the ball right around the key. He's going to drive inside, try and put it up. No good. Rebound. Or, sorry, ball goes out of bounds. Goes to the Islanders, and checking in is number 32, Jackson Brady. A yeah. very, very, very good defense by Mick right there. He had a smaller guard on him, was able to stay with him and force a turnover. Yeah, with just 4.56 remaining here in the fourth quarter, the Islanders are down 57 to 20, 20, 22. Derek Nordale puts it up for three. No good. The ball is going to stay with the Islanders, though, as number 21, Cooper Smith, swatted out of bounds on the rebound. 
and Derek Nordell is going to be passing it in from underneath the basket. He's going to find Jackson Brady, who hasn't really got going tonight. Brady can't find anyone to pass it to it. He's already used his dribble. That's the five-second call. And that's another turnover for this Islanders squad. You don't see Jax get frustrated too much. He's frustrated at the guys right there. He's trying to find a pass and couldn't find anything. Oh. <laughs> Luke, Reed. Luke Reed falls over on a Zeke behind Leak. the back move. Yeah, Zeke Leak really put the skates on. Um, wow. I, I, don't, I don't think the move is that busy for Luke to fall like that. But he I knew have, it. He slapped the floor after. Yeah, I don't think anyone got that in video, though, hopefully. Oh, that will be on video somewhere. Oh, yeah, I guess. Luckily, so. this is not. Luckily, we're playing at Islanders Arena, not at Lake Washington, because the crowd would have lost it there. Yeah. But Tony Swinjowski is going to go to the line for two on his first one. No good. Oh, sorry. It's a one for one. Jackson Brady puts it up. No good. Rebound by Derek. Luke Reed puts up a three. Oh, no good off the. Crowd would have gone crazy for that one. Off the iron. And now Luke Reed's going to try and man up again. Smith swings it out. And guys, I mean, this is turning into a circus show. <laughs> like, Larry just threw the ball and then I mean, we've maybe throw seen, it up. We've maybe seen seven to eight turnovers in the past minute. And that is not an exaggeration. On the bright side, this game's almost over. Three minutes and 20 seconds left. The end of the turnover mess is coming soon, I feel like. So, that's good. Well, what I've noticed with the Islanders is they pick up the. They put, Theo, I want to give first a shout out to you for running the board for us tonight. But I know you're watching this. What, 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 what do you think? I want to get the insider opinion on this. Honestly, I don't think this game has gone very well. Like, like I have a video mirror uh, up on one of my monitors, which is like 30 seconds delayed, and I saw that slide just come into view. Like this person just came in and go like whoop from one side to the other. Sounds like someone got a video then. Yep. Whoop is whoop is the name of the game, and the Islanders are getting whooped. That is for sure. I know. As Jackson, as Jackson Brady's going to bring it down, he's going to try and back down his man, put up a post shot, no good. Rebound by Brady, gets it himself, no good. Rebound by Nathan Liu, no good. And that's three offensive rebounds and four missed shots by the Islanders. And then a turnover, I mean, guys, no one can hold the ball for more than 30 seconds. As now another turnover, that one by number 21, Nathan Lau. I, I bet Ninquist is trying to get in the game right now because he's got... He's got 30 points. I think it was 30. I think he wants to get that going. But I believe that was your prediction. Gil. Yeah, that was my prediction. And Nyquist, I don't think he's going to come back in the game, so don't I could be right. Can. But one thing I have noticed is when the Islanders, they pick up the ball, the leg washing it, they go full out the night, and it forces the Islanders to make really tough passes. And that's how it's become a circus show in this late, uh, last mess of the game. And the Islanders crowd, really, they're in it, maybe even more than the players, guys. I'm looking at some of these players, and they are – completely zoned out which i mean makes sense you're down you just went through a whole school week it's friday and you're down by 35 points after thanksgiving break not in the mood to go to school i mean this student section we haven't had games since january 2020 as they previously said so we're gonna stay the whole game we're excited because we've got we finally got school with all this covid stuff it's good to have basketball back yeah now uh a t they just text someone up. I think they teed up someone on the Lake Washington bench. We like will one see of the players. who this is on. Oh, it's number three because he looks 
Who's number three? Aiden Carlson, I think, got teched up, uh, teed up because he looks very frustrated over there. <laughs> He's like, what's going on? Let's see. I think we get some On Lake Washington. Oh, they had six players on the court. Oh, that's all. So not against a certain player, but Seaver Langto is going to shoot a free throw. No good. Come on, Seaver, get your first points right here. I Could were... have his first varsity points as a sophomore, and not many people can say that. Oh. And he misses both free throws. I mean, he'll get some points eventually in the season. But with that, the Islanders are going to have possession of the ball just around half court. Seaver Langto is going to be the one passing it in. Oh, Seaver with the tough fall. Yeah, Seaver with the fall, and it's going to be Ziklik going up for two, and he knocks it in as now the Lake Washington student section Where starts there. I believe we will win, and I think I'm going to have to agree with that. I do think they will win with just 143 remaining, and the Islanders down 59 to oh 22. Turnover by Nathan. Oh, that was a good block. I did and it was number 13, Ryan Keeley, who tried to go all the way. But, guys, let's let's get into this post-game show a little bit early because I think we know the outcome here. Coming up, they play next Saturday at home. That is when you will be able to hear the next game here on 88-9. What's the biggest difference you want to look, uh, for, look for in that game? I'll start it off real quick. No for doubt. me, it's going to be the three-point shooting. They could not convert tonight. No doubt, turnovers, taking in their ball. There was just two. I mean, they took themselves out of the game themselves just by turning the ball over. Yeah, that I was expected it. them to hopefully be Hopefully next shooting. Sunday or next Saturday they will um, just take care of the ball and hopefully not beat themselves so then they can give them a little better chance to win. Going into this, going into this game with this roster, I expected this to be a better shooting team than the past, but it clearly has not been that. They're clearly, of course, we know Tyler Butson is on this team anymore. Tyler was the main shooter for the team in the last few years, and we're really missing that sharpshooter. We need that sharpshooter to be back on the team. I don't know who it's going to be, but someone's got to take that role. Yeah, and that's one of the big things. Can this team find its identity? Because really right now, this was tonight the Ryan McCrary show, and that was about it. And this may be, as we like to call, a night to forget for this Islanders squad as Lake Washington goes up for another two and an easy layup for them as they are now at 63 points. So far on the season, they have been averaging 65 points. It looks like they're going to fall just short of that. But last year, this Islanders team averaged 65 points. They're only at 22 points on the night. Seaver puts up a three. No good. Rebound by Lake Washington. They're going to run out this clock most likely. And they're not. That They're going to put up a shot. No good. Rebound by Luke Reed. Maybe he's going to try and get his first points of this year. Will he go for it? He puts it up. Aww. No good. <laughs> That's how the night's And that been. is going to do it here. Guys, your quick final thoughts. It was just a frustrating night for the Islanders with the first game. and You can't expect too much. Yeah, I agree. Definitely not the night they won. One to forget. Gion, wrap it up. Wrap well, it. Well, I, one thing, there's not much I'm happy about. But one thing I do, I am a little happy about, is I do get Ben Nyquist 30 points. I predict yeah. that correctly. Well, with that, we are going to wrap it up here from Islanders Arena. Once again, you are listening to Islanders Boys Basketball, King 63, Islanders 22. Once again, basketball on 88.9, The Bridge.